Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, what's good, everybody? How you doing? You are now tuned in to the Football Function Podcast right here on all your favorite podcasting platforms. I'm Terry Minifield, and I'm feeling truly blessed that you guys came in to hang out with us today on this week four review of the NFL. Look, guys, I'm not going to lie here. I'm kind of nervous if you can't tell, but have no fear. I am extremely excited as well um, to, you know, kind of guide this ship, you know, a little bit lead us to the promised land but don't you worry funkies because i've got a great group of guys here to kind of break down what all happened today and uh you know i can't be any more blessed to have these guys here helping me out on my first time to do this first up funkies we've got everybody's favorite cousin uh, my brother from another mother uh cm my brother how you doing i'm doing good t man i'm glad i'm here to kind of help you pop your cherry <laughs> Thanks, hey hey when hey i appreciate it because when i when i call man you you answer it man and i really do appreciate it always man i'm always happy <laughs> to do this and from everybody you know that's listening and probably going man cousin mike again yes it is me because the other mike as y'all know is in atlanta yes sir he went to go catch the cleveland game so he hit me up i hit up terry and we're here we also got some really good guests damn so right we do it to, Big John and I got Thomas, man. How y'all doing, boys? Yes, sir. Doing pretty good, my man. Yes, sir. Member of the Raider Nation, a black hole in the house. Raiders stand up. John, how you feeling, big dog? I mean, we got a big, big dub today, so how, how's the vibes going? We're doing pretty good. I mean, do not like that 0-3 start, man. It was definitely a yeah, damper yeah, to yeah. the season, I guess you could say. It wasn't like something I was looking forward to uh, in the pickums that we all do, and I was picking them every week, you know, expecting them to <laughs> hey, me too, me too. pull out, man. But, man, they kind of let me down and everything like that. But, I mean, I can't really say this is, like, a exciting win for me because we kind of didn't go down there dominant, you know. Right, right, right. right, right. like a, a lot of field goals still, I think, not attacking in the uh, red zone. So, that's one thing that's on – my shoulders. I yeah, just fresh on your as, mind. As a Raiders fan. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. We'll dive into a little bit more once we oh, get yeah. to the oh, game. Yeah. You know, gotcha. hearing about that. I know. I know we got the dub. I've got the score pulled up right now. But yeah, exactly. We've got the. We got good vibes going oh, right yeah. now. Oh yeah. We also got a member of our uh, of our Commander Nation, um, Commander Loyalist. We've got Thomas Monterez here in the house in studio, brother. How you doing? Sir. 
I am doing good, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know we played the Cowboys today. I know it was kind of rough. On it was just a little, uh, um, you know, not the right time. It was, it was, it was a good match. I, I caught the end of it a little bit, but you know, I know we'll dive into a little bit of it later. But you know, how how is it coming out of this game? Did you guys, uh, you know, improve or you know decrease a little bit? And you know, how's it going? Um, I think we're very stagnant at this time. Yeah. Not really progressing or nothing. I think we're trying to get to having Chase Young back in our deal. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so I think we're just trying to get through these five or six weeks of um, no real captain on the defensive side. Yeah, that quarterback of the defense. You really need that, and you miss that when a guy like Chase Young goes down and you know, once he starts implementing his, you know, talents back in the game, I know it's, you know, it's inevitable that that de defense especially is going to, you know, improve. And ultimately the offense is going to feed off that, no doubt. So, uh, you know, everything is going to look good in that commander's nation over there. So, uh, guys, we've got a big, big week coming for you. We're just going to go ahead and dive into this thing. I'm going to go ahead and break everything off, starting off with our 830 game in London. Um, it was, you know, it's kind of early, but I was already up at that time. You know, the kids, they just – early birds, they wake up earlier than the damn chickens. So, you know, I was already up. <laughs> I know you guys feel the same. I don't know. Seeing you don't, you don't know that life. But, but you know, he was already nah, up. man. No, I'm a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. But this was an exciting game nonetheless. That came down to a missed 61-yard field goal, boys, which coincidentally Will Luntz hit a 60-yarder to tie the game up at 25 in the fourth quarter. Um, but that one yard, it was something about that one yard, it seemed to be too much. And uh, like, like I said, it was like it hit. It was a double doink. It was the the revamp of the double doink, and it it was it was a, it was a tight game. Uh, you know, at the start, the Vikings opened up with a nice drive, nice touchdown drive, looking great in the pass and in the running game. Um, they capped that off with a with a touchdown pass from Kirk to to Madison. And, um, you know, after that, it was it was just stagnant for them for, for a while. Actually, Kirk Cousins throws the interception, which kind of let the uh, – kind of sparked the Saints because before that, both their drives ended up in punts, and it was looking sluggish out there for the Saints. Um, but until uh, Tyron Matthew picked off Kirk Cousins, you know, things kind of bounced in the Saints' way a little bit. Obviously, they capitalized on that with a touchdown. Um, you know, and that, at that score at that time was 7-0. Then uh, everything kind of went to field goal mode uh, for the Saints. You know, two more field goals to finish out the half, ending their, their halftime points with 13 points. Uh, Minnesota got on the board uh, kind of, uh, you know, you know off, the, off, the, off the rip, but couldn't get much off the, you know, anything going after that. So the, at halftime it was 13-0. Both quarterbacks were playing good. Kirk was 16 of 23 for 156, one touchdown and one interception. At halftime, so it was good numbers. I mean, great numbers for Kirk. I mean, we kind of come to not expect that, but you know, if he when he does put up those numbers, we're like, okay, you know, Kirk can can do that. He's 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 elite. He can do that. Um, Andy, on the other hand, he was looking, you know, phenomenal as well, making the right plays. It was more of a dink and dump, but he did shoot down the field a little bit. The red rifle did come apart. He did show his little his little pea shooter again. Um, he was eight for nine for sixty nine yards, one tutty. At, uh, at the halftime, so it was 13-7 at halftime. And then, um, you know, at the break, after the break, the teams, you know, ignited both sides. The game ended up being 28-25 to with, like I said, coming down to the wire with that 61-yard missed field goal. 
Um, but the Vikings come out with that. Shout out to Grim Reefer. Grim Reefer. Um, we got the Dove. Uh, we got the Pickums right as well. So I'm flying extremely high on this pick, guys. Did you get Did you get to tune in on this? Uh, CM, what did you think? If you uh, did you uh, see uh, Dalvin Cook out there? He was he was he had a pretty bounce back game, I think. Yeah, it was actually impressive because you know, like you said, I got up. I get up early anyway, you know, for work <laughs> and stuff. Because, you know, I don't have kids, you know, me, me being a virgin and all. But um, I got up early this morning, I set my alarm, and I, you know, I woke up and I was like, why the fuck did I my alarm go off? You know, like, I don't have to go to work. And, and the TV told me that the game was on. So, yeah, I caught it, which is pretty cool. I love the London games. They always bring, like, a something different. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, it's early in the morning for us there, but it's weird watching, you know, at nine o'clock in the morning, these people in the <laughs> stands drinking beer and shit. Right. And, you know, but it's so cool, but it was a good game. I'm, I'm really glad, uh, Justin Jefferson finally woke up. Yeah, man. It was, it was and, like a, a revamp of his season. Right. Like fantasy owners were just like, dude, I drafted this dude so for high. this moment. And he hasn't shown up, you know, but Dalvin Cook did his thing. And, you know, uh, with cousins, it's always, he, he can be elite, but he's just kind of mid. But you don't want him to be throwing the ball 35 times. Yeah, you want that's... Dalvin to, you know, take some of that run, get some of those easy throws to, you know, Thielen and, you know, Justin. But that was a pretty good win. I'm, I'm always happy when the Saints lose. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say. That always has to Saints, sneak in there. Right. The Saints' black helmets look fucking fire because they had the little Florida leans, like, all on the top part going back. That looks pretty dope. Yeah, I must Other say those that, th- those uniforms were slick. Yeah, those I uniforms were slick. So. That was dope. Yeah, it was nice to see Justin Jefferson bounce back. It was, he had ten receptions for 147 yards. But this one, this game for the Saints was was a was a uh, like a resurgent of of the old running back Latavius Murray. I mean, he didn't really jump off the screen. He had 11 carries for 57 yards and one touchdown. But just the way he plays, it reminds you of like, oh, okay, this guy's still in the league for this reason. Like, this guy could still ball out. But, yeah, Minnesota takes this, guys. Uh, I don't know if you guys have anything in so we can move on if you don't. Oh, I mean, the only thing that really kind of stuck out to me was just, uh, Justin Jefferson cooking mm-hmm. Marshawn Lattimore. That oh, was yeah. kind of like a pretty good high point to me, you know. But He was out there cooking his ass for, for a good chunk of the – I mean, he ran with them the whole way. Mm-hmm. He followed his ass the whole way. So 147 yards pr- pretty much all on his ass, man. It was it's a pretty nice pretty nice numbers on a pretty high-profile cornerback. Yeah, that was just something good to see right there. And, of course, that field goal was the – gosh, mm-hmm. I guess you could say that little knee shaker, I mm-hmm. guess you could say, when you're sitting down like – Oh, oh man. shit! Other than that, yeah, <laughs> it was a pretty good game. Thomas, um, I mean, every time the Saints play, I will be closely watching um, Chris Olave because that was who I wanted when we tr- were going to go draft. Right, and we for traded your fantasy. Back. No, in NFL. Oh, draft. dope, dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who I wanted. Um, we traded back and got Jahan Dotson. So for this season. Almost their old careers. I'll kind of be comparing them, the seeing on who won that trade. I don't know. Jahan Dotson's a stud. Yeah. He is. But Chris Olave, uh, he had that left toe out. That would have got him closer mm-hmm. for that last field goal. Mm-hmm. Definitely would have. You're right. You're right. So we'll go ahead and move on here. CM, you're up next with the Seattle at Detroit. I'm looking at the box score because I didn't get to catch this game. But 48 to 45, man, help me. I mean, what the hell went on here? <laughs> this was a fucking barn, bro. Like, <laughs> Who would have thought? I was, 
I feel like I was watching, you know, an old Big 12 game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who has the ball last? You know? <laughs> no defense. What so freaking ever? Don't look like it. And 93 points. I mean, that, it was nuts, to be perfectly wow. honest with you. I did not expect I mean, that. The stats are just astronomical. I'm going to start on Seattle's side. Okay. Gino went 23 for 30, man. Ooh. 320. I like it. And two tutties. And he threw in 49 rushing yards. Let's go, Gino. The guy Gino. had 360 yards by himself. Mr. Rashad Penny, man, he gets my star for Seattle. He went 17 for 151 and two tutties. All right. So if you had him on your fantasy team, you probably won your week for sure. DK got seven catches for 149. But he didn't get no tutties, but that's still a really good day. Yeah, it is. And then Will Disley and Noah Fant, the two tight ends, each caught touchdowns. And also, Tariq Woolen, the defensive, I want to say he's DB or safety. I can't remember which one he is. He got a pick six off golf. And then on the golf, on the Detroit Lions side, Jared Goff had himself a hell of a day. 26 for 39. Let's go. 378 yards, four tutties, and one pick. And DeAndre Swift didn't even play. How crazy is that? Well, that's that's great numbers on him. It is. I mean, these Detroit Lions, the more I watch them the past couple years, they are a scrappy bunch of guys. Yeah, I believe in these guys. Right. They do not have, you know, an up-and-down roster like some of these NFL teams do. They don't have that star power. They have a decent quarterback, I say, in Jared Goff. Uh, Jared Goff but, you know, with DeAndre Swift not playing, that, that takes a whole key point out of their offense. Yeah, I, I think, think the, I think he's their number one. Right. And Jamal Williams, man, just picked up right where DeAndre Swift left, man. He had 19 for 108, two tutties. Man. And then Hawkinson. Listen to this stat line. Eight catches, 179, Jesus. and two tutties. TJ Hawkinson was just everywhere. It's almost like him and Travis Kelsey, like, switched bodies or something. It was it was okay. insane. Okay. This is a great game. I was glad to cover it because, to be honest, when you told me I had to cover this game, I wasn't too excited at first. <laughs> <laughs> two teams not exactly on the – you know, winning side lately. On the right path. Scrappy. Yeah. You know, and to be honest, that would have been a real cool game to be at. You know what I'm saying? When you go to a, a Detroit, you're in Detroit, and you go to a, a Lions game, this is the kind of game you want to go to. Right. You never want to go to those 6-3 games or the 9-12 games where it's just field goals. These guys put it all on the line. Had a hell of a day stat-wise. Shout out to Seattle because they won 48-45. What y'all got? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Man, it, it just definitely didn't play out how I thought it was going to go. I mean, obviously, Terry Goff put up amazing numbers, almost going 400, almost breaking the 400 mark and going four, four tutties. I mean that's that's old school that's old school golf coming out and you know with that with that gritty team I like I said I have I believe in this team uh, they are just one player away I think they're uh, it's sad to say that the quarterback is their is their weakest link I mean obviously they they can get better obviously at that position um, but what he's putting up is showing a good case of you know this team's in it they're not they're not just losing on purpose or whatever they're they're gonna fight and grit like MCDC wants and. And I, I love to see it out of both these teams. Pretty much everybody's writing both these guys off, especially you know Gino, you know being the guy that he is, taking everything that he's done all over their all his career. So you know I, I'm liking what I'm seeing out of both these teams. Uh, I definitely didn't get it right in my picks. How about you guys? What did y'all what did y'all pick this uh, this outcome? On this one, I picked the Lions. Rams. Yeah, so, me too. I, mean, I, me I was too. definitely like confident in this game. You know, just going back to last week with Seahawks and stuff like that, but. Yeah, this was definitely a disappointment for me. Thomas? Uh, no, did not think Seahawks had any chance in this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me neither, bro. So uh, we'll, we'll just put a pin there. We'll move on to one of John's game. We'll get to the Jets and Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. John, how about you tell us how it went? Well, this one was kind of a slow start. You know, um, Mitch, I mean, yeah, Mitchell Trubisky, he comes down. He gets a quick interception by LaMarcus Joyner. Mm-hmm. And the – Jets, they kind of come back, you know, they just do a quick little field goal coming back down the field and everything like that. So they obviously won that possession, I guess you could say. Right. Um, Trubisky, he doesn't do too much again. I mean, he, they, four and out, I guess you could say, you know, yeah, three the ball again. But the crazy thing about this was the this next scoring drive by the Jets, man. Zach Wilson, he gets into the red zone. And he, or I guess they call it a little trick play, you know, it looks like a little double reverse. And Braxton Berrios, I believe yeah. that's his name. He mm-hmm. gets a passing touchdown to Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah, the Philly special. Yeah, man, it was yeah. pretty crazy to I see that. I've seen that. I've seen that. Like worked it and everything like hey, that. Hey, it so takes whatever cool. whatever it takes to get in that end zone. Right, right. Yeah, so he gets that first receiving touchdown and everything like hey. that. And, of course, uh, uh, Berrios, he gets the first passing touchdown, I guess you could say. And, yeah, that was just a crazy moment right there. I was like, man, I didn't expect that. You know, I was kind of like. Zach okay, Wilson catching the touchdown. Yeah, he gets a little gritty on the side. And, you know, I they're, see they're, they're kind of like raiding it and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, he got a little momentum going okay, with him got and stuff swag. like that. A little excitement. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was a good part of it. Um, yeah, Steelers here, they start to move back down the field. to finally getting their first points of the game. Uh, scoring a uh, field goal. 
Uh, other than that, man, it was kind of still a back and forth. Um, I do see that Trubisky, he threw another, or he tried to do a Hail Mary. Gets picked off at the three-yard line, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. A little backyard BS, you know, tossing the back, all ball back and forth. But, I mean, it eventually gets called back for a rough uh, roughing the passer. Right. So they take advantage of that and get another field goal. So that takes the score up to, let's see, 10-6. And that ends the half right there. And then uh, I guess they have a little QB change after that coming into the second half. Um, showing Kenny Pickett, he takes over, you know, first rounder. Yeah, I saw like that. that. The Kenny Pickett era finally begins. Yeah, man. It was, it was nice. It's nice. That's nice. Yeah, so he enters, you know, uh, he tries a Hail Mary himself, I guess you say, a deep pass, you know, and that's intercepted as well. So it's kind of off to a bad start for him. But, <laughs> I mean, he kind of, yeah, he, he kind of bounces back and everything like that. So um, it's not like as if it was like a damper on his, like, career or anything like that yeah. i mean that's the first though i kind of feel like a chase claymore mm-hmm. or claypool yeah claypool yeah he actually uh like he, he didn't go up and catch it at the high point. yeah okay so it's obviously it was on the receivers yeah, yeah. The, so like I, it could have been like caught it, yeah yeah mm-hmm. and you know, okay. at least like swatted away you know to try to uh like uh pass it down or prevent it that yeah, anything to happen else. so at halftime we have 10 to 6 jets away huh yeah i mean it was it was pretty good i mean i wasn't mad about it or anything like that i felt like it was just kind of slow you know but other than that it started kind of or started to pick up i'm showing uh minka fitzpatrick he gets a interception as well and that's kind of and it puts uh kenny pick in his first red zone appearance i guess you could say and he gets his first rushing touchdown as well for a yard, you know. So he kind of just like trooped it in, I guess you could say. Yeah, that's that's always good to start. I mean, it's easy for a quarterback to rush it in. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that yardage. I mean, oh, it's, yeah. it's oh, harder yeah. for. I mean, the zones are tighter. I mean, with all those elite athletes, it, it's it's it comes to a time where it, you need to make it easy for a rookie quarterback. Obviously, mm-hmm. so quarterback sneak. What's easier than that? Let's get him in the end zone. Let's get his morale jumping for the next series. There you good go. Good vibes. Go. So yeah, I'm exactly happy for my boy. Right. Yeah, so that jumps up to about 13-10 for the Jets, or the Steelers, sorry about that. And then uh, showing that Kenny Pickett, he gets another two-yard rushing touchdown, man. So he's trying to, I guess, get some stats going for him. That's what Let's I kind of see. But uh, that jumps up to 20-10. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Zach Wilson, he gets a little short pass to the left to uh, Corey Davis for a five-yard touchdown. Brings it up to 17-20. And Kenny, man, he gets a little... Uh, fumble i mean it's recovered by pittsburgh and then they turn around or he yeah i guess you could say he turns around throws a interception and i'm kind of just like man it's not a good way right there i want to say the defensive player's name was carter Mm -hmm. um but hall he gets a two-yard rushing touchdown bumping that up to 24 to 20 and that's kind of how it ends there i guess you could say but marcus joiner he's the one that gets a interception in the end zone you know so that was kind of like a Point to me, I guess you could say, because he was kind of present throughout the whole game, you know, so that was good. Yeah, man, it is good, but it it also is good that the Kenny Pickett era has began in Pittsburgh. I mean, it should, in my point, started a long time ago. Um, But looking at the stats here, man, Kenny Pickett didn't do too bad. In my opinion, if he would have started the game and stayed in the game, they Mm -hmm. probably would have, you know, came out with a bigger outcome in this one. But he he went 10 to 13 for 120 yards, averaging nine yards. Um, you know, in those plays, he did have those three interceptions. They were costly. But what more can you expect from a green, like, 
absolute green guy like yeah. this guy but uh it's two rushing touchdowns too i mean that that's that ignites a guy to, mm -hmm. to you know want to you know strive obviously get better i mean you don't want to be labeled as just one dimensional quarterback but right. you know kenny two glove kenny pickett i mean i love that that kenny pickett to to um george pickens um relationship i mean uh george pickens went off this game six mm -hmm. reception for 102 yards didn't find t pay dirt but and he was targeted, and when they, when his number was called, he he answered the phone. So, you know that that kinship is going to grow. And obviously, one of my favorite players in this league, Pat Fryermuth, did his thing too. Off seven receptions, he tallied up eighty-five yards. Um, that's that's good production that you want from a tight end. I mean, a young tight end, this young little nucleus is going to grow. Um, add Najee Harris in the mix, and and what this offense can bring is going to be some fireworks in the future. Um, the steel curtain's looking nice, but obviously the Jets got this win. Zach Wilson, 18 of 36, 252 yards in his debut, one touchdown, two interceptions. Shout out to Andy and those Jets, man. They're looking, they're looking, uh, they're looking nice. Did you guys get to uh, catch it on this game? Yeah, for sure, I did. Uh, I caught mostly just, uh, you know, highlights and shit. But yeah, right. shout out to Andy, man. Like this. I wanted to text him, you know, like when they, they scored that touchdown with like, I don't know how many seconds left. I wanted to text him then and just be like, you know, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Jets. And uh, I was like, dog, because of my fucking luck, I'll jinx it. You know, Pittsburgh will run back through fucking kickoff or something. Right, but, right, right. But yeah, dude, congratulations to them, man. And it's just kind of like, uh, what's weird is about the Pittsburgh is, you know, like, without J.J. Watt, that defense is... TJ suspect oh yeah gj well i always get them and all <laughs> yeah, them and yeah, the, the fucking bosa brothers i always get them confused. same bro same and so without you know uh tj that defense is not is not very scary yeah that defense you know, is pittsburgh sus, is not you know that still curtain and right they're not that team that brings that fear to you you know and them losing at home Two kind of means a lot, but I think the jets are going up and pittsburgh's going down yeah honestly. lost to the jets nonetheless thomas you got anything on this bud um no i was uh, watching my other noon games and I'll seeing the uh, Kenny Pickett era start tweet. Hell yeah. And kind of knew that it was ready. I was glad that he got two rushing touchdowns, though, you know. Mm -hmm. Being able to run options with Najee Harris is going to open up the middle of the line for right. Najee. Hell yeah, it is. Well, Thomas, you're up with one of your games here. It's the Bears versus the Giants. Uh, let us know how that happened, bro. Um, so this was a snooze fest by anybody <laughs> not named Saquon Barkley. Hell yeah. Um, he had his career high in rushes with 31. <laughs> um, the Bears line, they just weren't protecting Justin Fields at all. He had five, he, he was sacked five times in the mm. first half. Mm -mm -mm. Um, and really wasn't the same on the Giants as well. I mean, they finished with 71 total passing yards. For the game. Wow. Um, and the surprising thing is the Giants had three different quarterbacks come in in their game. Really? Um, did did, uh, did Daniel Jones, did they get hurt? Did Tyrod Taylor so, punch her along again or what happened? So um, Daniel Jones, he had an ankle um, sprain. Mm. So he came out. and then, Same as Mac Jones. So Tyrod Taylor grabbed the reins and about um, two drives later, he got the um, infamous C word and went straight to the locker room. Great. So emergency quarterback Saquon Barkley started um, 
midway through the fourth quarter, and all they did was run Wildcat for the rest of the game. No way. Um, still, I did not catch any of the game. That's fucking. That's crazy. I've never heard of that. Yep. He uh, still was able to manage their their running game. Actually, got better in the Wildcat formation. He did not throw a wow. attempt though. If you were wondering, um, it it was pretty boring in the beginning. Um, Bears went up three zero with a field goal, and then Danny Dimes. Um, Started off where he left off in Dallas with running. He scored a rushing touchdown. Oh, nice. Um, pretty much copy and paste for the second quarter. Um, he got another rushing touchdown. Um, so the um, first half ended at 9-14 Giants. Um, the game ended at 12-20 for the Giants. Um, so not much more offense was actually produced at any of these teams. Um, actually, the Giants... Um, they got stopped at the end of the game. The Bears had a chance to win this, but their rookie returner, Velas Jones Jr., muffs the it. punt. Don't say it. And Jesus. the Giants recovered it, and they pretty much ran the clock out. Um, Justin Fields, he is trying his hardest. I mean, he did get Darnell Mooney finally, go- finally going with four receptions for ni- 94 yards. Let's go. Um, That's what you like to see. But definitely when they get Montgomery back, um, they can start getting their offense going a little bit. He is a vital piece of that whole offense. He makes that whole go. But I'm looking right here. I mean, 19 carries for 77 yards for uh, uh, Khalil Herbert. That's not bad for your backup. I mean, that's producing numbers that you want from a backup. And Justin Fields, it looks like he took a step forward, too, especially in the passing game, 11 for 22. That's 50%, obviously. And 174 yards, averaging almost eight yards an attempt. Uh, he was six sacked six times, like you said. Um, that's rough. That's rough for a rookie. That's rough for anybody. You know, he's going to be in the ice bath a lot, you know, coming up these next few days. But, uh, you know, other than that, uh, Daniel Jones, while he was in, uh, he was producing some good numbers. Uh, you know, but looking at the, the 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 rushing attempts of this is amazing. 31 carries for 130 or 146 yards, almost 150 yards for Saquon. But, you know, everybody was hoping he was going to throw a pass. Just seeing, just just show us. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it always it, it kind of reminds me of that. Uh, I don't know if you've, you've seen it, but Friday Night Lights when when Booby Miles takes the pitch and he throws that touchdown and he can pass. I just I just wanted to get that out. But uh, yeah, this game uh, it it seemed like it was it was very slow paced. A lot of field goals, like you said. Um, Giants scoring two touchdowns in the first half and not producing any after that. That defense probably looked a little good. The, the the Bears defense looked like they stepped up a little bit, answering some questions at halftime, maybe, you know, doing a halftime adjustments, you know, making a better game plan. But ultimately, the Giants came out with a dub on this one, 20-12. CM, did you happen to catch any on this one? No, I'm kind of glad I didn't, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always kind of uh, in particular to some teams, I guess. Like, some, like I'm not a – I don't really hate Chicago. I don't really hate New York either, but I'm not really going to turn in and watch their game because if I probably had to guess, like, through all the lineup for all the games today, I, I probably would have guessed – that was probably going to be one of the most boring games. You know, yeah. two stale offenses, two eh quarterbacks. I like you that. Know. I like how you said and, that. But, I mean, I'm glad Saquon, though, is coming back to form because that poor guy, you know, he's, he's suffered a lot, you know, these past couple of years. So I'm glad he's, you know, finally getting those legs because 
it's, it's hard coming back from an injury, but it's also hard to go back to where how you were running. Yeah. He runs so forcefully. He runs so hard. Yeah, especially with the injury he had. Right. And then you had the injury, and it's always kind of lingering in the back of your mind. It's like, if I really, I can really get hurt again, but you got to put that out. But I, I'm uh, actually kind of impressed with the Giants lately. I mean, they played the Cowboys pretty good. And then they beat the Bears. It's not a very good Bears team. But that, 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 that team can sneak around and get some wins this year. Definitely. And they won't pick in the top five next year, I don't think. Because yeah, I think there's I a, agree a with whole you. lot more worse teams in the NFL right now than the Giants. Yeah, I think as long as they have Saquon back there healthy and, you know, um, you know Danny being, uh, you know, growing as he is and, and producing and, and, and being a vital part. Um, I think that uh, that Green Bay or that Green Bay that Giants offense is, is in, in nice hands, and once that defense finds the you know the health that they need, getting people back with the Aziz Ojolari and all those cats coming back, you know I think that defense is going to be stout like like we've we've become the known. John, did you happen to catch any of this game? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I didn't. Get, oh, I wasn't able to catch much of this one just because I was sure, uh, sure. catching the same one or my game at the same time. But, no doubt. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and jump on one of my games. It's one of the more exciting games of my slate. Obviously, the Buffalo Bills versus the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens, I mean, to put this in a, in a, a nutshell, the Ravens jumped out to a big, big lead in the first quarter or first half. But Josh Allen and uh, the Buffalo Bills bounced back. They settled in and, uh, you know, they got the dub on this one, 23 to 20. The weather wasn't ideal in this game. It was, you know, sprinkling at the start uh, when the coin flip was going on. Uh, you know, you could tell players on the sidelines. It just looked like they were just glistening. It was they were sweating and everything, but it was just from the mist. And and, and as the game evolved, so did that freaking rain. It just kept on coming and just pouring down. So I mean, they just had to do. They just had to fight the elements on top of everything about about these teams. But at first, the Baltimore Ravens, they tamed all that. They did what they had to do, um, pretty much owning this first half, taking a 20-10 to 10 lead, um, you know, before the, that, that halftime rang. Everything was just literally bouncing their way. A tip ball at the line by Clayus Campbell, ultimately getting intercepted by Marlon Humphrey. And then a Singletary fumble pretty much ignited this offense to do whatever at will. Um, Marcus or Marcus, uh, Mark Andrews uh, was kind of, you know, put in check a little bit in the first half. But you know, they that that dynamic duo is inevitably to to break. You know, they're they um, you know catching they caught steam in the you know in the first half catching some momentum. But um, you know the Bills they just couldn't really get anything going. You really thought you really could see the 
the awareness and the, the battle that they had last week, they're trying to get over it. It kind of seemed like they're kind of shaking off the effects of that last game. Um, but they uh, they added a field goal and a late touchdown in the in the the, cl- the closing of the, the halftime and half, you know, to kind of stay alive and grab some momentum when they w- – how they drove down the field, you kind of remind you, you're like, oh, okay, this is the Bills we've come to know. They were just dicing up. Even the run game was playing a big factor in this, but Josh Allen was just dicing up the defense, being him, taking off at the perfect times that he needed to, and just hooking up with, with anybody, McK- uh, Isaiah McKenzie, um, Stephon Gilmore, obviously, and then uh, – or Stephon Gilmore, Stephon Diggs. And then, um, you know, uh, Knox, he was playing big dividends in this, in this first, first half. Um, but like I said, they, were, they caught momentum out of this game – or out of the first half. And then the, the, the numbers that the quarterbacks pulled, put up at halftime, Josh Allen went 11 for 22, 105 yards, one touchdown, one interception in the half. Lamar went 12 for 16, 108, and one touchdown. Um, I mean, so both quarterbacks were putting up great numbers. It was a great battle back and forth. Um, just the Bills just couldn't – put the cap on it at the end. Um, third quarter uh, gave us a field goal in a 11-yard touchdown run by Josh Allen, and that tied this game at 20 apiece. Uh, fourth quarter. Now, this is where things got fucking interesting. Things got insane as hell, all right? So the Bills, they intercepted Lamar off the first drive coming on the fourth quarter, but they really couldn't do anything with it after that. And then the Ravens go on a nine-and-a-half-minute Long ass drive that ended on the third, the three yard line. It, it was a fourth and goal situation. Um, four minutes to go in the in the in the game, tied at twenty twenty. And now, like I said, they went on this nine minute drive, and they they go all the way down just to throw an interception in the end zone. It was a buzz kill. It was a questionable call, fourth and goal. Why not just kick a field goal? You know, but. I mean, in this situation, I can I can understand. I can see the point why he went for it. His offense was driving down the field, was whooping the defense's ass. And then you got to think about how Josh Allen just whooped the shit out of your defense. And with four minutes left, you needed that touchdown. I think so. I was I'm firm, I firmly believe if they would have went for that touchdown, they were going to answer with another touchdown with all that time left, leaving them no time left to kick a field goal or anything like that. So. I support the decision. Um, the offense should have executed. Devin DuVernay was wide open in the end zone. Lamar just couldn't see over his line. He was just backing up further and further, missing him right off the jump. If he would have hit him right off the jump, Ravens would win this game easily. But ultimately, they did not. Josh Allen got the ball back, kind of looked at the sidelines and kind of gave that deep breath, I've got this look, methodically drove his team down the field, making sure that nobody – went out of bounds, or scored the touchdown, you know, making sure that time was winding down, ultimately kicking the winning field goal with three seconds left, winning this game 20 to 23 to 20. was an exciting game, man. This was, this was a fun game to watch. I'm glad I got the break it down. Did you guys have to see any of it? Uh, I didn't get to catch this one, yeah. This one's kind of out the way, but, yeah, good breakdown. Appreciate it. Uh, neither, oh, yeah, just uh, real quick. Uh... I have a stat for you on this game. You're not going to really believe it. What that is? That Baltimore's lost their last five home games. Yeah, I, I actually did see that. I saw I saw another one. I mean, that one that's a big one because obviously you don't want to fucking lose at home. No, and, 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 I, I just take it back to the you know the olden days. You know, like you know with Ed Reed and Terrell Suggs, you know, Ray you know, Lewis. Terrell Suggs, you know, and all, mm-hmm. all these beasts. 
you didn't want to go to Baltimore. Hell Baltimore no. used to be, you know, a, a horror, you know, a house of horrors for some teams. And that just kind of bugs me because I always see that the Ravens always, the last couple of weeks, they've had some really rough games, playing some really good teams. And Baltimore was always, they're always high on my list because they have Lamar Jackson. But something's just not right. I'm not sure what it is. I don't know if it's their offensive play calling or what, but there, there's some, there's something off. And uh, Buffalo too. Like I mean, honestly, Buffalo was supposed to be you know a Super Bowl favorite going into this year, and them coming out as sloppy as they did that first half, they're they're a better team than that, and they really need to realize that they have a bullseye on their back. Yeah, they're not going to show up, and they need to show up in every game and play all four quarters against anybody. Because even you know, an NFL stands for not for long. <laughs> the Jaguars can beat you any day. The Detroit Lions can beat you any day. You just better show up. But so, so much for that good breakdown, man. I appreciate you, man. And, and another little crazy stat that I pulled off from this game: since 2021, the Bills are 0-7 in one-score games. So you know, you keep it in at that three-point error. I mean, you're you got a good chance of winning against this team, and, and they're 14 and one when the score is you know more obviously more than one touchdown or whatever. So they finally get this demon that the, the little monkey off their back with this win. I think it you know it further bolsters their their trajectory in this whole you know to the to the Super Bowl. And uh, I, I, I it sucks that they're in my division. They're they're a powerhouse. They did lose it to the Dolphins, but they're in a different situation right now. They're um, but I, I, I still think that these guys are the front runner, even though they, they lost. They could just turn it on whenever they want. Um, but yeah, this was a, it was a great game, great performance by both these quarterbacks. We'll, uh, we'll move on to another game here. Um, we'll go to Tennessee and Indy breakdown by Mr. CM. How'd that go, bud? Oh yeah, man. This was this one was actually kind of exciting to be honest. Hell yeah. Just for a simple fact that this game was. One team that plays exactly like the way they're supposed to play, and the other team is playing not how they're supposed to play. Okay. You know, Tennessee went heavy run. You know, they let King Henry do his thing. You know, they gave it to him 22 times. Damn. He got 114 yards in a tutty. You know, that's Tennessee football. You know, Tannehill only threw the ball 21 times, but he that's went 17 for 21. That's what you need. Only – Exactly. That's exactly the game plan he needs to play. He can't throw the ball 35 times, and he's going to get an interception all the time. <laughs> and now with Malik right behind him, just nipping at his, you know, his ankles, Everybody's he waiting. knows he has to play. Everybody's waiting. And he better keep, you know, make smart, smart moves. You know, hand off, check down. Hell, you know, take a sack every once in a while. Yes, just don't throw it to the other fucking too. color. And that was perfect how they played. And, and also, I totally forgot Robert Woods went to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that. But he had a, a not, not really a good game, but he had four catches for 30 yards and a touchdown. That's production. But this is this is where it just gets weird. As you all know, like the Colts, you know, they were heralded, you know, they were going to win their division. Right. They were going to run away with that division. Right. They were going to, you know, possibly end up in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, someone's not here to, uh, you know, back it up. But uh, <laughs> I don't think they're going to make the Super Bowl this year, Mike. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so either. Just by the way the things are going right now. Yeah. <laughs> this, okay, just, just hear, listen to these stats and just tell me that this is all wrong. Matt Ryan, 27 of 37. 
Okay. Three fifty-six, two tutties, and a pick. That's not that's, bad. That's good numbers. That's thirty-seven yards. I mean, thirty-seven passes. Yeah, you know, he doesn't need to throw man. the ball that much. That's a lot for old man. And here's the next one. Jonathan Taylor, you mm. know, my MVP pick of the for the year, you know. Well, I guess Mike's not the only one who makes dumb assumptions. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he had 20 rushes for 42 yards. Oh, thriller. That does not spell for a good rush. What it, what is that? 2 2.01 or That's not balanced. Like That's yard? what that is. That I mean, that is that is atrocious. You know, he's supposed to be the best running back in the league. Mm-hmm. Let you know, let's feed him the ball more, but also let's block. I could have sworn that they had a really good offensive line. Yeah, the that last was time a I checked. But like I said, this team, their identity is all wrong. Like they're 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 not playing the right way. They're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. But Tennessee. That's who Tennessee is. Right. They played right into their their hands. Exactly right. And I, I don't understand the Colts. I just don't. Like, Moali Cox had a really good game. You know, he had six catches for 85 yards, and he had two tutties. Let's go. And other than that, nothing else jumps off the field. I mean, off my page. And the Colts, I, I hate to say it, but, like, if they don't fix their shit, dude, like, they can be picking in the top five mm. in the draft, dude. It can happen. It just makes no sense. Matt Ryan does not need to be throwing the ball that much. And let's feed that workhorse back there, man. Let's give it to that monster. And I know he didn't get many yards of carry, but, you know, let's feed him and let's, you know, have more confidence in him. And also take the ball away from King Henry on the other side. That was also a really cool thing about this game. You had King Henry against, you know, Jonathan Taylor. You know, probably won't see that ever again. Yeah, yeah, the battle but, of their prime yeah, athlete. But Tennessee pulled it out, man. It was 24-17. What y'all think? Man, that was a, that's a great breakdown, bro. Uh, but uh, other than that, man, I picked this uh, this right. I'm, I'm happy in that aspect of it. Uh, seeing these teams, you know, duke it out, it's, uh, it's always a great divisional battle between these two. So, yeah, you love to see these hard-knock games, a lot of running attempts. Uh, I, you know, I kind of – kind of, I'm not going to bolster a little bit, but I kind of called King Henry going off in this game a little bit. So, you know, I'm happy in that aspect of it. We'll go ahead and put a pencil in there. We'll go ahead and jump another game. Big John, you're up with the Chargers at the Texans. Well, this one, man, it kind of starts off with a bad start for the Texans. Um, Mills, he throws an interception to Adderley, and that kind of just – Gives the momentum to the Chargers right, right off away. the jump, huh? Right off the jump, man. It was crazy. <laughs> and then uh, Chargers, they turn around. Ger- Gerald Everett, he gets a 18-yard touchdown pass. You know, a quick little strike, I guess you could say. Dope. And then another ter- uh, punt from the Texans. And it's not looking good, you know, because uh, Chargers, they, you know, quick little turnaround, get a three-play drive, a uh, quick little three-yard drive or rush by Eckler. And then turns around to a 50-yard gain by Mike Williams off oh, a short little go. pass. And then a 20-yard breakout for Austin Eckler to go up, you know, 14-0. The Texans, they turn around. Uh, Pierce, he gets a rushing touch, or yeah, a rushing touchdown for 75 yards nice. while bringing the score to 21-7. And then another march down by the Chargers. They get held at the five-yard line and decide to go for a field goal. Come you on. know. At this point, my uh, Madden instincts were kind of like kicking in, and I was like, 21-7, you know, heck no, let's go for it. But, I mean, they go, they, they go the smart route, I guess you could say. Kick the field goal. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they go up uh, 24-7, you know, safe way, safe way. But uh, 
Another close drive. I mean, ends at the uh, first half, uh, 51 yards, field goal to put the Chargers up uh, 27 to 7. And then in the third quarter, man, it seemed like the like it started to slow down for the Chargers. Uh, Texans, they make the most of it with the late touchdown pass to Burkhead on a eight-yard pass. Nice. So 27 to 14 at that point. And then a quick little drive after uh, after a defensive stop to give the Texans a, a, another chance, you know, to close the gap and everything. And it's a deep pass uh, to Cooks for 18 yards. Everybody's favorite receiver. Man, he's kind of opening up, I guess you could say. So that makes. The, I love his uh, little t- his little dance or whatever he does, the little arrow, or whatever he's like. Oh yeah, <sighs> yep, yep. I like that shit. Yeah, but that makes the score to come up to 27 to 21. You right. know, kind of getting closer. Uh, Texans marching back. And then they get another field goal, man. So, yeah, they're definitely trying, 27 to 24, trying to uh, get that win. But, I mean, it all it ultimately comes to an end. Herbert, he ends up throwing a pass to Eckler for a 14-yard touchdown, bringing the score to – well, a final score to 34-24. Chargers get the win on that one. And I can say that it was some impressive stats. You know, Herbert, he went uh, 27 for 39, 340 yards, two touchdowns. Eckler, he had – uh, 13 for 60, one rushing touchdown. And then a uh, receiving touchdown, six for 49. And then uh, Williams, best receiver out the day, I guess you could say, seven for 120 yards. Let's go. And then on the other side, Mills, 26 for 35, 246 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, a little damper. Uh, Pierce showing 131 yards, one touchdown. I'm telling you, this kid's going to be a superstar, man. Off of 14 carries, he had 131 yards. I mean, this guy is special. He's, he's something to watch if you guys haven't seen him. Mm-hmm. And, and against a really good uh, L.A. Chargers exactly. defense, too. That is really impressive. Oh, and then just to finish off that little stat, my bad, see him. But uh, Collins, he was uh, three for 82 yards. Uh, Cooks, one touchdown. Burkhead, one touchdown as well. And honestly, it's what it's what you expected. It's like it's a good bounce back game, obviously, for these guys. We everybody came to expect this this Chargers team to run and and be explosive and and do this to teams. Uh, it, without Keenan Allen, obviously, this this offense is catching some steam. Once they get him back, it's going to be all all operations to go. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, this is a game I, I you know I picked right on the on the pick'em, so I'm obviously happy about it. Seeing did you did you happen to catch any of this one? Actually, yeah, I did because you know it was uh, actually on the local, you know, local affiliate, you know, right, here in right. Texas. And uh, because I mean I really ain't I don't really want to watch the Cowboy game so <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm not gonna lie so I, I was peeking in over at uh, the Houston game but one thing I will say about Houston you know they may not be a really good team but they are some dogs they are they they are a fight they you know they were down early and it, it for a bad team to get down early especially to a really good team like the Chargers who's you know expected to you know, contend in that AFC West with the Chiefs. For them to, you know, bounce back, going down a half by, what, 17? Mm-hmm. And for them to bounce back and, you know, make that game really interesting in the third and the first or the fourth quarter, that shows a lot, and that's got to be the coaching. And there's just so many dogs. And Damian Pierce, man, if y'all don't know about this guy, y'all need to start watching this guy. He is amazing. That is definitely a perk for Houston. And I think uh, with Mills – at the helm, I think that the future is really bright for this Houston team. They just need a, 
you know, a couple more playmakers, just like, you know, Jacksonville and the Jets and a lot of these teams that were really bad last year. They're, they're starting to turn it around, and they're starting yeah. to turn it around real fast. Yeah, so are these guys. And, and like you said, man, it, it came to like one or two plays at the end of this one. A costly interception at the end of the game that kind of, you know, put things in comfort of the of the Chargers. Uh, you know, you don't want to see those things. You want to iron those things out a little bit. But, you know, the, like you said, seeing the future is bright for this Texans team. Um, but we'll go ahead and end it there. We'll, we'll switch to a new game, another game. One of the games that I was very, um, you know, adamant on, I wanted to break it down myself. I wanted to watch it, but I gave it to go. I'll go, I went ahead and gave it to Thomas. Um, it is the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, from what I saw of this game, it was a um, you know a barn burner. It was a game that you know you, you really didn't expect uh, a, an undefeated team like this to get tested by a, a caliber team of the Jaguars. But that just gives you the the idea of how um, the Jaguars are. So Thomas, how did this game end out, man? Well. <clears throat> One way to stop the Eagles is through their passing game, and it helps when it is pouring rain as soon as <laughs> kickoff starts. Um, so Trevor Lawrence gets the ball first, and he goes and throws a touchdown pass to Agnew. Um, Jalen Hurts gets the ball, turns right around and throws a pick six mm. to Jacksonville. So he's down 14-0 in the first quarter, um, which he's already started slow in the first quarters of every game this season so far. Um, but what does he turn around and do? He turns around and scores 20 points in the second quarter again. That's a good. That's how you answer. Um, it, he's just – he figured out his game plan. He knew that he couldn't pass the ball, so he started running. Um, Which is nice. I mean, that's a part of his offense. So you need to utilize all his skill sets. So that's, that's good that they fucking finally figured that out. <laughs> Yeah, um, they had four rushing touchdowns as well as um, two for Miles Sanders. He had a crazy game today, 27 carries, 134 yards. Let's go. Um, but on the Jacksonville defense, uh, Trayvon Walker, the number one overall pick, was everywhere. He was yeah. covering. He was breaking into the run game. That's what you want out of your number one. Definitely. Um Devontae Smith did get injured. I don't remember the update on that. I don't know if it was a serious one. Um, but on the other side, uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to be the best quarterback in the league. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to tell people, man, this he, kid's got it. He was making his regular wide receiver twos and wide receivers threes look good. I mean, he was making them open. He was doing everything he possibly could. But with it being rain – there was mistakes. I mean, there was one. He was at his own, or he was at the Eagles' fifteen-yard line, mm -hmm. and he ran a bootleg, but it was so much water everywhere that he literally let go of the ball oh, while he yeah, was running. I did see that. I and did see that. That cost them. Um, but the there's pretty much no scoring into until the fourth quarter when um. Jacksonville, he throws another touchdown pass to Agnew, so that's for a second. But the main key of the game was the Eagles' offense had double the amount of plays Jacksonville did. Man. And, I mean, that's just how you're going to win the game, as well as having 210 total rushing yards for your team, which is more than your 180 passing yards. Man. I mean, it was rainy, but that's just what you got to do to win and – I mean, Eagles are the NFC team to beat at this moment. 
Yeah, I totally agree, man. They're putting up numbers, and it's finally good to see them get battle tested, get punched in the mouth a little bit at the front, at the first of the game, having to battle back and and answer a lot of questions if they're, you know, if they're just a, you know, there's just a show if this is just a luck, a spring of luck, a little bit, but. You know they they did their thing in the elements, fighting that off as well. So you you've gotta you've gotta uh, pay respect where respect is due, and um, respect is due with these Philadelphia Eagles because they're real. Like you said, they are the front runner of that division, and a lot of people are, are saying that Jalen Hurts is you know kind of up front, top two three in that MVP conversation. So. You know he's backing it up with all his play. You, you gotta, you gotta love it. Um, CN, did you see any of this game? No, I really, I didn't really. But uh, just a couple of things. Uh, what exactly what you said that Eagles bouncing back really shows that they're really not a fluke. And that too, the Jaguars. People need to start taking them seriously. Yeah, they, they need to quit sleeping. Really, on them. really soon because they're gonna, they're gonna fuck around and. They'll probably win twice as many games as they did last year. Their defense has gotten a lot better, and Trevor Lawrence, I like, uh, he seems more calm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, last year he he almost seemed like uh, he was thinking too much, or you know, he had too much going on and you know too much pressure on him. Yeah. But he looks so calm and relaxed in the pocket, and he's hitting his receivers, and he's got that that good relationship with ETN. And I'm thinking that Doug Peterson was just like a gift from God, you know, <laughs> to Trevor Lawrence because, you know, he's actually showing exactly why he was picked number one, you know, exactly the way it was supposed to be. So, yeah, congratulations to the Jaguars for one and then the Eagles because I think they're a hell of a team too. Look, in the NFL, games aren't going to come easy to win, obviously. And then when you have five turnovers, that obviously isn't going to spell, you know, a W in this league. Um, with them having four fumbles, most of those fell on Trevor Lawrence's, um, you know, his shoulders being in the pocket. And, you know, you could play it with the the elements or anything like that. But you've got to be aware of, you know, all that. So there is some stuff. But you gotta you got to be impressive with all that tacked in. They only lost by eight points. So, you know, kudos to the Jags. Shout out to, to, to our boy Dylan Gonzalez, Duval County stand-up. You guys are looking great. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and jump into one of my games, guys. We're going to go in this last few games of our teams, breaking down our team. So I'm going to go up first with the New England Patriots versus the Green Bay Packers. A game that we should not have been in at all. All right. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. I am very impressed of how we played, obviously. Um, you know, I love how our defense stand, stood up pat against um, a high-powered offense. Yes, we let a lot of of uh of the run game obviously jumped out i mean uh, and then it's aaron Rodgers. they're gonna get they're gonna get going i mean obviously they're they're one of the prolific teams in the nfl so in the first half things went kind of as expected on the patriots side of things um you know aside from brian hoyer going down with a you know another head injury we're seeing that kind of more and more on this in this uh in this season particularly i mean I mean, obviously, it's happened before, but in, in my Bills game, Isaiah McKenzie went down with a head injury, too. So, you know, tease and piece to both of those guys. Um, Brian Horner just took a sack and fell back on his head a little bit, hit his head. And, and you know, with the things going on in our division at, at that, um, we weren't taking any any chances. So you're just going to sit your ass out the, the rest of this game. And in comes in our third-string quarterback, 
Bailey Zappi, which, I mean, in, in, nonetheless, he is a rookie quarterback. We've been in this position before, so I was, you know, not worried. I wasn't, you know, uh, I mean, obviously I came into this game, you know, not expecting much. You know, a dub would have been nice, obviously, but we stayed in this game, especially with our third-string quarterback. Uh, it was it was great to see. Um, you know, I was really, <laughs> I was really uh, scared because if if Bailey went down, we were in the same position as the Giants. We had no we have no backup quarterback for our third-string quarterback. We have no other quarterback on our 53-man roster. So I was scared in that aspect of things. If he got hurt, we were fucked. Jacoby Brissett is our emergency quarterback, and he wasn't playing this game. So we literally would have been screwed, blued, and tattooed. Um, Packers at the beginning of this just look off. They just didn't look in sync, but you knew um, as the game grew, they were just going to you know, build the chemistry back up and you know, be the Packers that we all come to know. Um, uh, but uh, at the end of the first quarter, or end of the half, actually, a pick six by our stud Jack Jones um, with 13 seconds to go in the half put us up 10 to 7. Um, it was it was a great read. He broke on the route perfectly as the as the Packers were driving down to get that late field goal or touchdown to go in halftime. But we flipped Pat on him, picked it, took it to the Haas, and it felt good being up. In the second half, Bailey Zappi led us a two-more touchdown, finishing the Knights with 24 points. His game, 10 of 15, 100 yards, one touchdown. Um, and it was a great performance. Like I said, he he, he did the things that we, we, we need um, – you know, we needed a third-string quarterback to do. You know, he can only do so much. You know, our offense really didn't change much. Like I said, we've been here before. Uh, Mac Jones wasn't a rookie too long ago. <laughs> so, you know, we've been in this position. So, like I said, our offense just stayed the same. Heavy in the run game. Ramondre and Damian, they, they put in the work, and they, they led us to the promised land in this one, which ultimately made it easier for our rookie quarterback to adjust, find the the holes, and find Jaco- – or find uh, – uh, Devontae Parker on a questionable delay game. Um, it was like, it may have been like three seconds over the delay game announced. So um, and we capitalized on like a, a touchdown off that. So it would have been a touchdown wiped off the game. So, you know, we lucked in a couple of things, but came out uh, out of a dog fight with, with our heads held high. I think we, we learned a lot from this game. Um, the Packers did win this game. It ended up going to overtime Overtime really wasn't exciting. Both teams ended – or the Packers got the ball first, so I was just like, oh, shit, this is this over. I mean, Packers, uh, you know, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's clutch time. This game's over. But our defense stood pat, held them three and out. I'm thinking, yeah, we can go down and win this. We go three and out. So with the ensuing possession, Packers obviously take the ball down 80 yards, seven taking up seven minutes of the overtime, kicking the game-winning field goal to win this game 27 to 24 shout out to rojo um i know we had you sweating boy um for a couple minutes but nonetheless my guy uh shout out congratulations for the win um this game was a was a good game like i said we had no business being in this game but we turned out you know playing all right i'm very proud of my team next week's another week so let's let's uh fine tune the things hopefully matt can come back i think i think there were uh some fractures in his bones and his ankles so i think he's going to be expected um to be out a little bit longer than than uh, most people think um but bailey zabby is may have put himself in runnings for that backup quarterback position and if he has to start next week you know so be it I, i'm with it 100 i have no doubt that the the run game will 
you know, make his job a little bit easier. So I have faith in this team. Uh, so uh, did you guys uh, see him? Did you happen to check any of this one? Yeah, I did it. This one was uh, the national broadcast on, uh, I think it was uh, CBS. I think it had the Tony Romo Tony Romo calling it. Yep. Yeah, um, just real quick. I hate to pat myself on the back, man, but Don't do it. I did call Don't that Bailey Zappi was going to be a beast, dude. Oh, okay. I called that in the draft process. We did our, you know, a quarterback thing. Yes, sir. I remember. When I told you that New England got a winner, just just think about that. He gets his first start in Lambeau Field mm-hmm. against Aaron Rodgers, and he actually plays pretty damn good. He really like, does. I, that, that's impressive to me because not every rookie can come out in that kind of environment. And perform like he he looked a little rusty at first. You, you can tell it was the nerves. A yeah, he got it, the the moment a was a little big. Of, yeah, little bad throw here and there, but that one throw that he did to um, uh, was in the back of the end zone. Am I is that, am I thinking the right play? I don't know what play it was, but he threw just like this beautiful ball, just you know in the you know in a coverage, you know nice tight spot. Yeah, I think if you're kids, talking about the one to Devontae Parker, it was... Okay, yeah. yes, that's yeah. the one. The, the kids got game, and like I said, he, without Mac Jones, that y'all season could be in peril, but now that, you know, Bailey Zappi's stepping up, that, that could be a blessing in disguise, you know, because I'm not going to say anything about Tom Brady, but, you know, same thing <laughs> happened to a certain quarterback way back in the day, and all he needed was an opportunity, so best of luck on along the way, man. Yeah, look, I have I have the utmost faith in Bailey Zappi. If he has to step in and take some time uh, as Mac gets over this ankle injury. But another game that comes up, CMU broke it down. We're going with the Arizona Cardinals at the Carolina Panthers. But how'd this game go? Uh, fucking sucked as <laughs> usual, man. <laughs> I could have sw- swore I... Uh, two weeks I was it two weeks ago I was on the show with yep. Sean. Okay. Same fucking game, dude. Like, they literally played the same fucking game. Just boring, no scoring in the first quarter. <laughs> it was like, here you have the ball. No, here you have the ball. Here's your chance. <laughs> I it was so ugly, like it really was. Arizona don't really look good. You know, Kyler he had a decent game. I think, you know, Arizona was the better team on paper. They ended up pulling it out on us 26 to 16. But it's just it's how it's how we're losing mm-hmm. is really starting to piss me off. Because honestly, Arizona, they've been struggling lately and when yeah, a team only scores 26 points, you know, the chances of you winning that game, you know, an average NFL team should easily score 30. I mean, look I at the you. first game I called today, the 48 to 45. I mean, from two teams now. you don't expect from two. Exactly right. And with all the playmakers on the field on both of these teams, you know, Hollywood had a really good game. Him and the, him and that Kyler connection is really starting to uh, manifest again. They look like they, they should be back in their old Oklahoma uniforms. Yeah. But uh, Kyler had a pretty good game, you know, 23 32. 207, he added 26 rushing yards. He had a rushing touchdown. Okay. He threw for two touchdowns, but he had a pick. You know, Kyler kind of does that every once in a while. He kind of, instead of, you know, waiting on the pass, throwing it away, taking the sack, you know, mm-hmm. things like that, he will try to throw into coverage. He does have a cannon, but he 
Truss's arm too much. Now, was it uh, a complete dumbass interception like the, that he's come to do? Like he's going down, he's getting swung down, and he just lobs no, it up. It's not one of those, yes, right? Actually, it was. Like honestly, oh, when I saw God. that highlight, I honestly thought that that should have been uh, roughing the passer. Okay. Like, because he was kind of getting he was kind of getting thrown as he was throwing it, but that's when Frankie Luvu just you know jumped up there and picked it. And he ran it, you know, all the way in for a pick six. Nice. So when you think about it, that was our only touchdown. I mean, uh, our only uh, that we only had one offensive touchdown, and because of the defensive touchdown, mm-hmm. and it's just uh, I got a rant. I got a rant. You okay, I got it off my chest, man. <laughs> I already did it on Twitter this afternoon, and I've calmed down since then. I think I saw that. I gotta, I gotta say it, man. Like it's time, dude. Talk like, your ish. <laughs> Honestly, look at Houston, you know, look at Seattle, look mm-hmm. at Detroit, look at some of these teams that they're not very good, but they're still playing hard. It, it almost seems like, you know, we have wrong coaches or wrong offensive coordinator. Mm. I think it could be a mixture of both. Okay. I never liked Ben McAdoo. I didn't like him at the Giants. I didn't like him as a play caller. And he's our OC now. And I really don't like Matt Rule. Never liked him at Baylor. He was a bad hire, in my honest opinion. And we have Baker Mayfield, too. I mean, it's like like some kind of fucked-up version of Brady Bunch. Like, we we have people that don't need to be doing what they're supposed to be doing. We're using CMC too damn much. Really? I'm thinking we are. I mean, the kid had a good day. Eight for 27, not rushing-wise, at least. But he caught nine passes for 91 yards. Oh, okay. Through the air, he, he did he did his thing. Right. You know, he did his CMC thing, which is smart. But at the same time, you know, he's getting the ball too much. Okay. And poor DJ Moore, he's not getting used enough either. And then when Baker does want to throw it to him, he eyeballs him the whole freaking time. <laughs> and he gets picked. Baker threw two fucking picks today. And he's not it. I figured, you know, I'll give him a couple of weeks. He'll learn the offense a little bit better. He'll play better, but he hasn't gotten any better. He's still the same fucking Baker Mayfield that played in Cleveland. Like he hasn't changed at all. And I think we need an identity. Okay. I kind of said that about, you know, uh, the Colts earlier. They don't really have an identity. They kind of, they want to throw it and then they want to pass it. I mean, run it and don't play good enough defense. Like we have too many studs on this team to be so mediocre. Yeah. You know, CMC's a top five running back. Right. DJ Moore, I think, is a top 10, top 15 receiver. I agree. We got Jeremy Chin. I mean, we got Brian Burns. I mean, there are so many playmakers on this team. Why can't we win? And it's not that we're losing tough games. Yeah, we have before. But this was kind of embarrassing loss. This was our Sam Mills game. Like, I don't know who y'all know Sam Mills is. But uh, he's our Hall of Famer. That's, I think he's getting indicted this year. Mm, didn't know that. And he's the one who came up with the keep pounding mantra. So it, this game was dedicated to him, and we don't even play good. Damn. Like, uh, honestly, like, I would not be surprised if Matt Rule is not fired by 8 o'clock in the morning. You heard not it first, even, Not even bullshitting. Actually, he'll probably be fired before y'all listen to this, <laughs> just so you know. Because, <laughs> dude, Twitter was on fire, and... Sorry, but I got to get that off my chest. We lost 26-16. We're moving on. 
Good game, Cardinals. What y'all think? That's what it's all about. You got to move on. You got to take your 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 ass whoopings on the chin and, and lick your I get, wounds. I get, get on to the next one. Too many times, bro. <laughs> hey, it's always brighter at the the end of the tunnel. You know what I mean? The grass is greener once you get those key pieces in those right positions. And it looks like you guys are just one player away at the most crucial position of the game, but. Nonetheless, this quarterback group that's coming up is a really good one, uh, you know, coming out of college um, with those those caliber players coming up. But we're going to jump ship here, seeing things are going to look brighter, I know. But we're going to jump to the Broncos at the Raiders. Big John had the privilege of covering this one. Black Hole actually came out with the dub. How we living over there in, in the in the Raider Nation? Well, we're living a little steady, I guess you could say, getting okay. the hopes up, you know kind of sucked uh you know having a bad season or start to the season and everything like yeah, that yeah it's not but, the start that you wanted oh and three but hey uh, you know shit happens those games mm-hmm. weren't like it's not like y'all got blown out or i mean it, it came to uh you know ex- executing at the yep. very last second yep. and it seemed in this game you guys did just that yeah we pulled it through man uh first drive uh we get a field goal you know i guess Put some type of points on the board. Yeah, you Three need zero started you need off points. and stuff like that, and it was just it just looked bad from Derek Carr's or just the perspective of watching him and stuff like that, like yeah. the placement of his balls and stuff like that. Like, of course, we got into the red zone, and we just can't pull it through. That's the only problem that I'm really having with the whole situation. Every mm-hmm. time we get there and stuff, so mm-hmm. I mean, it it just leads to a lot of it, and I mean, we'll get there and stuff like that. But that's one thing that I have to talk, kind of talk about is just the. The red zone effectiveness, I guess you say. Yeah, we, the fact we, that we, you can't. We got to be able to go in there and kind of like just punch it in, you know. Like yeah. Get those seven points rather than settling for these little threes every time we get there, you know. So. Yeah, you can't win with threes, everybody. You know, you want to you want to put up a touchdown, and get that seven points. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it, it was like I was saying, it was just a bad uh, drive, I guess you could say. But um, on the other hand, Russell Wilson, he he comes back down, he driving and everything like that, and he gets a passing touchdown to Sutton. For five five yards, and that brings the score up to seventy three. Okay. And then Josh Jacobs, he gets uh, his first rushing touchdown of the year. Finally, finally. that's Come what I was kind of thinking too. I was like, gosh dang! I, I mean, with Josh Daniels' offense, I expected him to stop talking and come mm-hmm. and glue this whole season. But I mean, yeah. it did take a step back. It is kind of getting like the it's like a it's like a boxing match. He's still feeling out a little bit. Still mm-hmm. do throwing them jabs a little bit. Soon enough, those haymakers are coming, and yeah, people man. are going to realize that Josh Jacobs in this McDaniel's offense is a vital key. And he is a force, man. He he did have a good game and everything like that. Um, of course, like I was saying, he does get that first rushing touchdown that gives us the. A lead 10-7. Um, and out of nowhere, dude, we have like a – well, we actually do a onside kick, and I was over there head-scratching like, what was the whole point of this? Yeah, you what know? the hell is going on here? Like, well, what, what kind of confidence are you trying to roll with? Right <laughs> but then again, man, I mean, we, we almost got it. It was, yeah. kinda, it, was, it was close. I mean, it was a E for effort, I guess you could say. But, I mean, it does give the Broncos a short uh, yard field. Good you know? field position. And then, I mean, they don't take or take advantage of it. I mean, they do get a three points field mm-hmm. goal, you know. But on the other hand, I mean, they stop us. Uh, and then they get the ball back. And then Melvin Gordon, he has a little run up the middle, fumble, and then recovered by um, Amit Robertson. Nice. And it's a scoop and score, you know, six okay. points right there. And a little history right there, I guess, or a stat. Um, 43 days since we've had a defensive uh, touchdown. touchdown. So that was kind of cool, I guess okay. you could say. So 
yeah, like it was kind of rolling on that. defense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then um, we we do miss the extra uh, point, so it's ten sixteen right there. No, I don't know what the heck. I don't know why you can't make these little short ones, but you can do all these other ones. I don't know, know what it is either, man. I mean, it, it sucks to say, but all you really do is kick goddamn field goals. Like, right, I mean, you've right. got you've got to make it. I mean, shit. It's what you get paid to do, but obviously, in the moment, things are a little harder said than done. Yeah, I guess yeah. you could say, but Maybe a make these damn field goals, kickers, right. goddammit. <laughs> but yeah, um, last three minutes of the quarter, uh, Russell Wilson, they start trooping down the field, score a short two-yard pass to Jerry Judy. And he was looking pretty impressive throughout the you know first two quarters and everything yeah. like that. And it, was, it was pretty good to see, but ultimately, uh, still a Raiders fan, but... You know, didn't want him to do too good, but yeah, he, yeah. yeah he, was still, he was still looking nice. But yeah, that brings the uh, score up to sixteen, sixteen. They miss a uh, extra point as well. So I mean, what the fuck? I don't know man? what the what heck is going hell? on. I don't know if it was like the field. I don't know, distractions out there. What the mm, hell's going on? The crowd the, actually got to uh, him a little weather bit. Weather getting into him, maybe, but I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, um, we have about a good uh, minute and twenty-five left. Um, we go down, score. Uh, another field goal, go up 19-16. So that's basically how that is, that first half. Let's go. And then uh, start of the second half, man, I haven't heard from Max Crosby, you know, and then out of nowhere he gets a good sack. Let's go. That uh, turns a fourth fourth down for the Broncos, and they end up uh, punting the ball off to us. But, I mean, it's just the same thing, man. We just settle for another three points, you know. It's – Repetitive, like yeah, I, I, I don't know what it is. I, yeah, I, 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 we got to be able to score within them ten, you know, and that, that's the only thing that's getting me. Like I was saying earlier, but uh, we just keep rolling, get another stop, and then of course, if anybody else wants to answer this for me, how we score? Nope, field, field goal. goal. There we go. <laughs> God damn it! Right, right, man, and it's freaking. It's it's just getting kind of frustrating at the point or at the moment. You know, you're just thinking like, man, yeah, it you, is. You're getting all these opportunities, man. You're just getting the least out of it, you know. So, yeah, just another field goal, twenty five, uh, sixteen us, um, and then Russ he comes down with a nice pass to Hamler, gain of fifty five yards, and then he ends up rushing it in for uh, five yards, bringing the score up to twenty three, twenty five. Damn, and then. I don't know if it was like a – or I would assume it was a Josh McDaniels uh, play card right here. He puts in Zamir White, and he goes off for a good little run right there for 22 yards. The leader. Rook. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, man, if you can switch out Josh Jacobs like this, go ahead and put Stidham in one yeah. time and let him do his thing. You know? I was like, gosh, dang. He was one of the ex-Patriots. He's, he's nice. He, I mean, boy can I mean, swing he, the thing. He, he fits – I mean, I, he, he knows the offense with uh, Josh McDaniels. McDaniels, you know, yep. so I think yep. that'd be yep. like a – like. Good chemistry right there, but okay, okay, I see. Man, if, if they could actually like start like kind of leaning off of Derek Carr, I guess you could say, see what else we got in that uh, depth chart. Okay, you know, and that, that that's what I'm trying I was to figure out. Yeah. Oh, they're off. But yeah, um, Josh Jacobs he ends up uh, running it up the middle for seven yards and bringing up the score to 32-23. And and it looked like the Broncos they were going to come back. You know, the fourth down, uh, Russell Wilson he throws it to. Uh, one of the receivers, he it's tipped off his fingers. He had daylight to run, you know, had the first down for sure if he yeah. would have caught it. Yeah. But that was the uh, ultimate the uh, end of the ball game right there. Turnover on downs, we do our thing, 
And yeah, oh. we get our first win, man. First dub out yeah. of the losing column. I mean, yeah, yeah. was it three and one now? Yeah, or uh, one and three. One and three. Yeah, sorry. One and three. I wish. I wish. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to put the good hope to it like that. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but look, yeah. I mean, honestly, around the board, I mean, everybody played well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in this game, Russell. Look at the quarterback. Russell Wilson went 70, 17 of twenty five, two hundred thirty seven yards, two touchdowns, yeah. no interceptions. That's a that's a big thing right there for, you know, how the season's been for Russ. Crazy thing about that stat, he did have more rushing yards than any of his uh, running backs, though. I mean, that that is that's scary because of the way Javante Williams has been playing. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you kind of expect him to be. He did get hurt. Mention that. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, that does play a big factor. But where was Melvin Gordon? Melvin Gordon's nowhere right. to be found in this game. Three carries for eight yards. That's not – it's not good, especially off his performance of last week. I mean, I was watching, uh, I was watching the Broncos, and you know, Melvin jumped off the page for me. He did, he did exactly what needed to be done from him. And on on uh, the Raiders side, I mean, I, I've also broken a couple of games down from them, and it just, like you said, it's just, it's just hard. It is frustrating too. It's just hard for them to find the end zone. Mm-hmm. They can make their way up and down the field like it's nothing, and the, it seems like the Derek Carr and Devontae Adams relationship got back on track on this one with nine receptions 101 yards with their longest being 20 yard hookup um like that like i said man that that connection is gonna you know evolve with time and and how they are right now off pat like off the jump it's scary and 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 it it makes other quarterbacks jealous and it's exciting that you guys got your first win on this one Um, a good divisional you know matchup it's gonna play dividends later on in the season one comes playing entire playoff times. Um, you guys, do you guys have anything on this game? Uh, yeah, just real quick, man. I'm gonna ask you, John. Yes, sir. Personal question: What the fuck? Where's Waller at, man? That is I don't know, man. I seen him, I seen him catch a couple uh, catches, man. But other than that, I mean, I'm looking it's at like he's right now. He had man. three receptions yeah, for 24 I mean, yards. He's one of the best, in my honest opinion. I think he's a top five tight end in the oh, whole yeah. fucking game. I think game. he's number three or four. Uh, he's so. definitely up there, but I got him on my fantasy this year, and Ouch. I was so happy to snag him up where I snagged him. And I'm like, hell yeah, you know, he's going to have a real good year, you know, with Devontae, you know, getting a lot of, you know, outside stuff, and then Waller's going to eat everything up. Mm-hmm. And then today, when they're all in the red zone, the whole game, I mean, it seemed like Las Vegas was in the fucking red zone. They yeah. live in the that's, red zone. That's, that's where Waller needs to step up. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, that's, that's where you need your big ass monster tight end that's where you use him and i'm just like especially if they didn't win this game i would have been like hey use waller more Mm -hmm. it's just like you know if a kansas city doesn't win you say okay what where's kelsey what what kind of game did they have and that's what i'm thinking with josh mcdaniels they need to start using the tight ends and that's that's super frustrating seeing you know in the mcdaniels you know his past of the titans that he's had before and, and Gronk exactly. and, and Ben and yeah and Gronk. Hernandez I mean, and all, yeah. all those guys it's frustrating to see the Waller not getting you know the calls his you know for the offense calls that he needs or the plays his ways and all that just it is frustrating I, and I feel that but any way you can come out with a dub shit you can you take yeah. that shit you know yeah. what I mean so we'll, we'll uh shout out Raider Nation shout out you yes, big John sir, glad it. you guys got that one we'll go ahead and end it there we'll go to one of our last games here we'll turn to the commanders at the dallas cowboys brought to you by thomas how'd this go how'd this go bud well it is not always a great feeling when your team loses and the rest of your division wins (laughs) 
Especially when you're the reason for one of your team's <laughs> division rivals winning. Uh, <clears throat> but it was a slow game. I mean, it's a, it's a division game, so it's not going to be some just everyone's going to give Explosion. you. Explosion. Everyone's going to fight for what they every little inch. Yep. Um, Dallas goes and kicks a field goal first drive. Um, it was more of a we were bending but weren't breaking okay. when it came down to the, our side of the field. Okay. Uh, Jahan Dotson, our rookie, catches his fourth touchdown pass of the season already. Um, like I said, I'm comparing him to Chris Olave mm-hmm. for the rest of the season here. Um, Michael Gallup returns and gets his first career or first season touchdown. He um, looks great. I mean, doesn't look like he's slowed down at all. Yeah. He was always finding a weak link in our secondary and yeah he's really good at that he'll find those open holes and just sit there and relax a little bit and makes it a little easier for old cooper rush um his thing is when cooper rush scrambles he scrambles with him he likes to mirror his ass and he that's what he did in the end zone caught it in the back of the end zone um we blocked the kick and the guy that blocks the kick instead of picking it up and running he starts celebrating as if like the the play's dead and he finally turns around and picks the ball up, and the kicker tackles him. Which could have been a score uh, on his end. Easily. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you're a fucking NFL player. You've yeah. got to know this thing. dude. This The play isn't dead once you block that shit. That's elementary. Come on, guy. Um, so we get the ball back. Um, we don't do anything with it. We kick it to them. Dallas goes and kicks a field goal. Um, I'm part of the bend and don't break. Uh, we end the half with just a Hail Mary – uh, passed ends up getting intercepted by Trayvon Diggs. Ah, okay. Uh, so we go into halftime with that. Uh, third quarter, couple field goals, one by each team. Um, going into the fourth quarter, okay. we are down 15 to 10. Still in this. Um, they go and kick a field goal. So it is 18 to 10. Um, we grab the ball. Um, I mean, Carson Wentz just is not throwing it. He's either playing too safe or too risky. There's no – if you see a guy open, just hit him. He Mm -hmm. has to try to duck underneath the line and try to extend a play and hoping for a touchdown. (laughs) Or he throws it one yard out to one of our tight ends when we're third and 15, and it's just not going to – work that way and this guy's making me really eat my words man because you know i had i had high hopes for this guy to get back to form but well ultimately he's proving me wrong little bastard well he ends up playing too risky and throws it to a rookie from the cowboys interception um and then cd lamb i mean with Gallup, with Gallup on the other side of the field, now he's gonna feel way more comfortable. Oh yeah, he hits a nice post route on William Jackson, easy, mm. uncovered into the end zone. Then we are just um, pretty much just trying to chew clock. Now we're not trying to end up like last year. Um, yeah, what really kills us is we had. 11 penalties for 136 yards. Yeah, you don't win, uh, especially with 11 penalties. No, you don't win games with that. A um, couple of them are holding. Most of them are from our DBs. I mean, there was times when they were double coverage and they didn't need to hold, and we would just grab their shoulder and just rip them. Like, Mental mistakes. And it was costing us. I mean, one of 
maybe two of our penalties, we actually intercepted the ball on the other side of the field from where this guy was pass interference. And it's just not a not a way to play against Dallas. I mean, you go to Dallas, you can't make you can't make any mistakes. No, so they're gonna make you not. they're gonna make you cost. I mean, you can't even get on you can't even get the third down and the stadium's in a roar. And this is not a good environment. Yeah, to be the atmosphere, atmosphere there is is ridiculous, and and just seeing it off the off the screen um, is it's ridiculous. And once you pay dividends in there, in there, you know where they want to go, it's over. Once they get the crowd going, it's kind of, it's kind of is battling that twelfth man. So you know, I feel for you, dog. Uh, you know, my team lost as well, but you know, we'll get over it, bro. Oh man, we're just a bunch of losers in here. <laughs> but we do have one more game. We're gonna go ahead and call it the flash drive as well. Um, Mike and Caleb are at the game, the Browns versus the Falcons game. They did send me a little uh, paragraph of how they broke down the game, and this is how it went. A game that didn't quite fit the script for the typical Browns versus Fan- Falcons game. Cleveland moved the ball down the field with more of a passing attack. I mean, that was that's kind of different for me too. I mean, you come to you come to uh, know this team as just a running team a little bit, especially with Jacoby Brissett under the helm. But Atlanta relied heavily on their run. The Falcons only completed seven passes this game and outrushed the number one rushing attack in the entire NFL. Costly turnovers on both sides and questionable officiating at times led to this game being very close at the end. But it was Jacoby Brissett's interception that sealed the game for the Falcons, and they picked up a home win, defeating the Cleveland Browns for the first time since 2010. So shout out to the Falcons winning this one. I know Mike and Caleb are having a blast over there in Atlanta. Shout out to you boys. Um, definitely hold it down. Thank you for sending that in. It's nice to to get a boots on the ground uh, kind of breakdown. You know, those guys had front row seats or, you know, pretty good seats to the game. And they send a live uh, breakdown. I definitely appreciate you boys. Um, yeah, I know Caleb is, is kind of probably not feeling the best, but, you know, just being in Atlanta, being over there in the game, you know, the emotions over there are a little, you know, he's it's a lot more than watching on the TV. So oh, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I, I'm in uh, no doubts that those guys are in. In good, in good vibes over there. Shout out to them boys, um, and shout out to you guys. Thank you guys for fucking joining on and, and oh, yeah. helping me go through this thing, dude. Definitely, um, you know, as you can see behind the the scenes, it's a little different than oh, yeah. uh, you know a couple other things. So definitely, CM, I appreciate you, big dog. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Uh, and shout out to uh, you know, of course, Mike and caleb you know i know i know he's having a blast since they got that win you know it's always nice for your team to win i, w- I would love to feel that feeling again soon <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah shout out to you guys thanks for you know for john and uh thomas for jumping on with us and giving y'all's perspective on your teams and of course ut for getting me on let me help you out let me uh pop your cherry a little bit like i said and, uh, shout out to uh, of course shake my boy Shonald. Yes, you know, on, on your win for the Cowboys, and then Cuzzo Andrew, uh, Mr. Andy, for your win for the Jets. Uh, that being said, appreciate you guys for listening as always. Uh, CM out. God bless. Yes, sir. Big shout out to one of our football fam- football function family members that also went on the trip with them, Kevin Watson. Everything Texans, my boy. Big shout out to that. Looks like look like big fun over there 
Very jealous. Um, John, you got anything on the way out? Well, man, I just want to say appreciate you having me over here and no everything. Problem, like Big vibes. Hey, here dude, and, without uh, you, we definitely tab. wouldn't have got this done, dude. Oh, yeah. on the on the you know this side of it. Definitely appreciate your help. Oh, brother. no doubt, man. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get you in tune. Get you all <laughs> worked up and stuff like that. So whenever one of these situations hey. come about, you know, you're ready to do your thing. But the more feathers I get, bro, I appreciate it. I'm, yes, I'm used to producing side of this. This side is a little different, but I right, appreciate right. your help, big no dog. Doubt, man, yeah, I appreciate you. Thomas, you got anything, bud? Uh, appreciate y'all for having me. No um, doubt, I do want to give y'all props because... This is not an easy task. <laughs> when you have two or three games going on at the exact same mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. Um, you're pretty much going opposite of cross-eyed, trying yeah. to focus on. And it is, it was tough. I mean, especially when one of the games is my own team and I yep. want to stick to. All eyes I keep, on them. I keep staring at them and I'm like, oh, you know, Eagles and Jacksonville's on the whole other side of the screen. I got to focus on over here. And it's definitely got to give y'all props for y'all doing this week in and week out for hey, that appreciate you brother once you get into doing it a little off more often it does come a little bit easier i mean that's a given um but you know even i, I mean i still struggle with this that this that ultimately leads me to this um you know with all that being said you know all of us you know having this hard time look all of us came with notes and all this big shout out to our fucking captain the big reason why this is all here mike ritter man he makes this look so easy, you know, getting does, over here in this fucking does. chair. This is his element over here. Once yeah. once this guy, you know, he puts on the shades, puts on the headphones, you're literally seeing Clark Kent turn the fucking Superman, dude. He and no notes. I mean, look at this is this is his notes. Mm-hmm. There is little to no notes on this. This guy's retention, like how he absorbs the game, is fucking second to none, man. It's it's amazing, man. Shout out to you, Mike, because this shit ain't easy, bro. Just sitting in the big dog's chair, man, it was it, it's nerve-wracking, as you can hear from my voice. So big shout-out to you, Mike. Can't wait till you get home to take over the goddamn reins because I'm usually – I like my, my you know, ad-libs and, you know, staying in the background a little bit, being yeah. second. I, I like being Robin, you know what I mean? I don't have no problem with that because Robin ultimately turns into Nightwing, you know what I mean? So – Big shout out to you, Mike. Uh, love you, brother. Hope you guys get home safe. Um, thank you so much, Funkies, for tuning in to this uh, week four slate. Hope you had a good time. I know I had a great time with the boys. Um, hopefully, you tune into next time. We have the week five preview coming to you on Thursday. Um, God bless, guys. One love. Thank you for joining us, and we out. Peace.